All right, Jake's fucking around on his phone. Uh, we got idiots on parade. We are recording. Uh, if you can hear shit in the background, we are at the mill in Iowa City. This is episode three, and we have a good friend guest, Bobby Ray Bunch, comedian, uh, with us. Say hi, Bobby. Hi, everybody. Or hi, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. All right. I'm going to open uh, with a story, and at the end of it, I have a question for the two of you. Uh, this is fresh, relevant today, only, I guess, to my neighborhood, but nice. uh, quick background. Uh, walking the dog, this is months and months ago, last fall, and it's trash day, and just walking by the trash, and I look down and notice there are a bunch of bags by a neighbor's house, and it's filled with kids' crap. Clothes, books, toys. Jackpot. And I just, well, I pause, and I look, and I'm like, okay, nothing looks wrong with this. I don't know. Maybe it's covered in piss, maybe bed bugs, I don't know. But the plastic toys, I'm thinking, even if there's something wrong with that, you can rinse off plastic. Throw them in the dishwasher. Right. So I'm staring at it, and I take a bag, and I walk up on their porch, grab some chalk, and go, goodwill, maybe? And just leave it there, like... So they come home and think maybe the garbage man or someone saw them and thinks they're a dick. So that's this neighbor. Do you guys have the plastic uh, tub things for the trash yet, or is it still no, in the bags there? Okay. Well, we buy them ourselves. But. Okay. So that's background on this neighbor. Now, there are three houses in a row. They all have kids. They're all the same age. And two of them said, hey, why don't we go together and buy a big play set, you know, like one of those $1,000 ones for the kids to play on. The neighbors, you know, the two neighbors said, that's great, let's get the third neighbor in on this. Now, the third neighbor is the one that was throwing away all the clothes and shit that I put the bag on. So the neighbor goes, eh, no, you guys go ahead and buy it. I don't feel like pitching in any money. And they're like, really? Because all our kids play together and they're all the same age. They're like, no, no, they're, we're good. We, we, we'll just use it. Well, they when liter- was the last time we'll you just guys use seen it? it? They literally yeah. said that. From what I understand, they said, no, no, we'll just, you know, we, we, we'd like it. So today, this is where this is all going. Today, they're putting the setup in the backyard. We're watching, and the two dads are out there building this thing, and it's got swings, and, you know, like, the, it's one of those, it's expensive, like a couple thousand bucks. One of our neighbors says that the third family, the one that throws away recyclable shit and that did not want to pitch in, was watching and literally said, wow, that looks great. That's going to be a lot of fun for our kids. Mm. So here's the question I asked the two of you. How do you tell a kid, hey, we're sorry, you can't play on this because your parents are fucking assholes? <laughs> like, I mean, because well, you can't. The kids have to play there because they're just kids. But I, can, the arrogance, the only thing I could think of is... This is why the terrorists hate us. Not because of our freedom, but because of, yeah. of Americans that are wasteful. Uh, just, just, just like that. The arrogant, throw shit away, don't pitch in, don't be part of the... That, that's what's on my mind, well, so I that's think, what I thought I'd throw out there. I think you just got to tell the, tell the kids right off the bat. and like, Don't even tell the parents. Just go right up to the kids and be like, I'm sorry, Timmy. You have to get your little ass off the swing set. You... <laughs> Because you didn't motivate your parents enough to be more <laughs> responsible human beings. It teaches them lessons early on, and they won't be doing things like bombing marathons later, man. I think That's you should. <laughs> I think you should actually let the kids play on the playset because just because their parents are shitty people well, doesn't mean they're like you could break the mold. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you could show them like this is how people should treat other people. By the way, I hate your fucking parents. Like, don't ever, yeah. like, tell them that. Don't let them ever come by our house. But what's it, I mean, do you guys have block parties and stuff? Or is there, like, uh Well, that's a fucked up thing. Is the, the, these, these neighbors I'm talking about are kind of, like, across the street from me on one block over, so I can see their houses. Yeah. But they did try and put together a block party and said, oh, you're not on our block. And I, and What? That's what my wife, my wife is like, well, that kind of sucks to be left out. And I'm like, I wouldn't have gone anyway, because I don't give a fuck. But it's like... <laughs> Wouldn't you? Isn't block parties? You want the surrounding blocks, like yeah, you yeah, just want a neighborhood just, uh, party. 
We're going to have six of us drinking martinis in the sun. Like, that sucks. That's yeah. At what age do you just party. stop being fun? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, what you know, they, they couldn't have always been like that. I stopped at age, like, 14, 15. That's when right. I stopped being fun. But what, what age do you stop being dicks? Or am I, okay, this is going to, have either of you ever seen 16 Candles? No. You? There's a, a scene in there. Ago, okay, I mean, well, I know what it is. There's a prom scene, and this girl is dancing with her boyfriend. She goes, "We're gonna get married, and we're gonna be the coolest parents on the block." And it's like, what you just asked made me think yeah. of that. Like, what age do y'all yeah. grow bullshit? So I'm guessing these parents were the people at the party where everyone's like, "Beer run, throwing some money," and they're like, "We're good. We'll just drink it when yeah. it gets back." It's like, no, you don't get to drink out of the keg because you didn't pay for it. Yeah, that's crap. You know, I mean, because. We do have a Planned Parenthood. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you don't want to pay for the kids' swing sets and stuff, you don't have to have the little motherfuckers. This isn't like North Dakota where they just made it to where you can't even get one of those things after six weeks, right? Is it north and south, isn't it? Is it, is it north it and south? One? Okay, they're, they're I just heard north. Both, but it's probably yeah. just north, but in south is my mind so restrictive, too. And yeah, Well, this is, this is bullshit. You're talking about what they're doing with abortion is in cases where they can't make it illegal— they restrict it like that, but they do things. Um, I'm trying to word this properly. Um, they just do cunty things to make it hard right, to get a Like, the, like yeah. the, the, the cunty things, like uh, you they say million you have to have this many, like this this many. Uh, you can only have this many beds in this size space. So, like, say you have a football stadium, yeah. but you have to have like a hundred yards between each bed because each woman needs her privacy. So they yeah. try and make it about the women, like, oh, you don't want the women to be next to one another. Each one gets a private room. Well, they can't afford that, you know. And that's just one example. Like you said, a million exams, and if a woman lives five hours away, she can't. You have to wait twenty. You know what hours. the irony in all that is? Is that the politicians that want to make it so hard to get abortions, right? Because they're oh, we, we care about the kids so much. These are the same guys that absolutely hate any kind of funding for the kids later. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Didn't Santorum so, get an abortion? His wife had an abortion. Really? No, yeah. no, no, no. She didn't have an abortion. No, this is even better. What happened is she had a miscarriage after, like, <laughs> it was, like, halfway done. It was, like, half-cooked or whatever, like, four and a half oh, uh, months. And uh, So, yeah, yeah. So she kicks this thing out kids. Yeah, I mean, it was an accident. You know what I'm saying? It was a negligent discharge or whatever. And uh, so miscarriage, I believe, is the, the medical term. But they got this thing at the hospital. And normally what happens when your wife kicks out a miscarriage, especially when it's that young, like four and a half weeks, is the, the doctors are taking the funeral home and, you know, whatever. Rick Santorum, he took the little motherfucker home with him, man. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. took it home to his kids, and he was taking pictures with all of his other kids, like no. kissing this thing and singing songs to it. And, like, a fetus ain't even got eyeballs at that point. You know what I mean? Four and a half weeks. And these are the people we vote into office. This See, guy I won the Iowa caucus. Right. If I, Isn't that, like, the most unhealthy psychological thing you've ever heard? But Shit, I just yeah. think with all these restrictions and stuff like that, it's it's... It's not, they're trying to do it for religious reasons, and it's going to be bad for health reasons. Like, if I ran for governor for South Dakota, I would make abortions not only legal, but I would force everyone that's doing it to have to do it at Mount Rushmore. Like, you have to be in view of all the lovely presidents while you're getting your vagina sucked out. I say, I think they should do it on the top of it, man. It'd be good for tourism. I know if I knock up my girlfriend and they got a Mount Rushmore abortion clinic, I'm fucking making the trip, dude. Wouldn't carry Grampy up there, though? I don't know. Yeah. It would be kind of a rough journey, but I think it's it would North be worth by Northwest it. reference. So, but where what's where does it end? You know, like Bloomberg wants to make smoking twenty one and over in New York City. It's like where are these people just coming up with these? Are they bored? Well, here I I have both sides of the smoking issue. On the one hand, I'm like, well, twenty one is kind of like drinking. But on the other hand, the the thing with drinking and smoking 
it goes back to the okay so at 18 i can put a gun in your hand and go say go kill brown people yeah but you can't drink you can't i mean you can vote at 18 so yes. you, you are yeah. supposedly smart enough to choose an elected official that will fuck with you yeah. via taxes and laws, yeah. yet you can't have a beer. I mean, that's yeah. the hypocrisy right you there. You can yeah. be in weird bullshit. S&M porns where they put the cigarettes out on you at 18, but that means you couldn't even like But that's just like the seatbelt lot. Me not buckling up, the only thing that's affecting is me. Yeah. If I want to smoke a cigarette, the only thing that's affecting is me. And so telling somebody that they can't smoke and telling somebody they have to buckle up is just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, man. I can see age laws like buckle up until the kid is 16 and gets his Absolutely. own or 18 and out there, like make it all at 18. But once you turn an adult, then you can decide whether or not you want to put on a seatbelt or whether I understand or not why to. they changed the law for drinking from 18 to 21 because obviously fatalities have gone down exponentially and, and all that type of stuff. Yeah, but the ones that were dying, we didn't need those ones. You know what I'm saying? The ones that were getting drunk. And, and falling off of things or slamming into those things, those were not the kids who were putting on lab coats in the morning. Really? You weren't, you weren't getting those shit faced when you were 18, falling am, off the But I'm not curing cancer. I was, except here, this I is I am not a great up. loss to humanity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, at least you admit it. <laughs> yeah, that I'm you. honest. I know where I stand. Yeah. I don't have <laughs> cried like a bitch like these kids is doing. Yeah. to live yeah, like all those people cried in my OWI weekend class. Bunch of bitches. Yeah, yeah tell them about that. These bunch of pussies. I, uh, before you talk about your your class, uh, I, I have no fucking clue why, but when I was in high school, um, the the group I hung with, for some reason, we always chose a sober designated driver. Not because, because nice. I, I think we didn't want to get in trouble. We yeah. weren't like going, oh my God, we better not get in an accident and die. We were literally like, okay, I don't want to get my fucking license taken. Yeah. So it was like more fear of having freedoms removed than death. But for what, if that, even though that was the reason, we still did it. Yeah. So we always drove sober. One of us did. It was, it was it's amazing to think that we did that, but I think it was like, so yeah, I didn't even realize. You yeah, know, last week, yeah, I last weekend I did my class you know so i can get my license back and you have to stay at the heartland inn in corvo where actually the comedians that you are headlining to stay there yeah from friday 6 p.m to sunday 6 p.m and so you're in class till 10 p.m on friday and then you're in class from 8 a.m to 10 p.m on saturday i don't trust you to go home and show up again at no 8 you know i will no, say and this they breathalyze you when you get there and yeah i've been court ordered to rehabs off and on since i was 14 out of all of them that i've ever been court ordered to that one was probably the best I thought it was easy. It, I, yeah, I was. I joked bad. around the whole time. The instructors were really cool, and well, like you're, you're saying, joke. You say best, like, you, like no, I say best, like it was easy. Yeah. Okay, it so, was very. So it, it was not like, strict. It wasn't. No, like, your court order rehab's a fucking joke. Yeah, man. usually like, I, is. they could either be dicks about it or they could be cool. <laughs> I'm staying out of the court. <laughs> yeah, Craig. We have somebody who's How many uh, you got? Come here, Craig. Four OWIs. Whoa! Woo! This is like a hobby for you. <laughs> I think in the last twenty years, yeah. Craig's been arrested at least once a year. Right? I've got 24 arrests nice. since 94, so... That's you want to awesome. read off a laundry list? Of, how many of them are actual, like, okay, you were breaking the law, and how many are, like... WIs, well, another, okay. the Republican talks. Nice. Okay. So wow. you haven't, like... So it's not, like, nothing bullshit for assault arrest, or, like, oh, wait, like, wait, wait, I had pot, which you be, should be no. a throwaway, but is an arrest. Shouldn't you get a cookie or something for walking drunk if you've been pulled over for driving drunk that many times? That seems kind yeah. of counterproductive, you know what I'm saying? Well, and the thing is, like, I've... Until this last OWI, I was never fucking really punished. Like, what? Uh, the, but what's public was... intoxication? Like, you literally walking from your car to a taxi cab or waiting? Yeah. On, yeah, yeah like, I've been that... arrested sitting on a bench waiting on a cab twice. That's brutal, man. God. I mean, yeah, so, like, most of these was, 
Okay, was a lot of these like were you were you causing problems? No. Were you peeing on things, throwing things? They just I saw was, you and they were like, Well, he's let's he's, fuck I mean, with him. Yeah. 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 So like technically if you're walking home from a bar in Iowa City, you can get arrested for public intox. Yes. That's See, ridiculous. That's, yeah, that's that's counterproductive, I think, because like when I drink, and I don't drink anymore, but when I do, it's You it's, got it's drunk bad. the other night. Well, yeah, yeah but since our very first podcast, you were drunk because you went to bed drunk, yeah, but and since I woke that, that you was, up. That was the last day that I've started drinking right when I woke up, though. I've been doing good since then. Oh, God, Jake, you, you've just shown us the way. Yeah. That's dude. like when I say on stage I don't smoke weed anymore. That's ridiculous. It's Yeah, I mean, uh, I Which think, I haven't uh, today, by the way. One day at a time, each day audience. you take a real small step, you know. I, that's what I do. Baby steps. But honestly, if the if the city Stacks and the county and all them really cared about OWIs and wanted to prevent them, prevent them, they would make it a felony and they would lower the legal limit to .02. And and then if you had the really harsh punishments, then people wouldn't be doing it. They just care about the money. Like well, I'm on the low end and it still yeah. cost me four grand. I don't even. Wow. Jesus and that's the low cunt. end, dude. There four was people grand. in my four class. Grand. No, dude, it cost me way less than that. I'm like I said, I'm on the low end, man. Like compared to some people that were in that class. And that was that, this is your first one. That's yep. your only one in four. And grand. I got a deferred judgment and all that. Yeah. Wow, that is fucked up. See, now you talk about wanting the money. Uh, I was in Cedar Falls the other week doing comedy. Cedar Falls, Iowa. The and, Jokers. Uh, yeah. Nice. And uh, like Friday was just was shit. Yeah. And someone there told me like, "Hey, sorry, it sucks tonight, but uh, there's a sting going on." They, Shit, sorry. They, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, Bobby wobbling the microphone. The, the, but they knew there was a sting. Like there, it was a, it was not an APB, but you know, like a, "Hey, we're gonna be catching drunk drivers tonight. We've got roadblocks." So if everybody knows, those that, are safety checks. Man. Yeah. What good does it do? But not not only does it not do good, but it harmed the business. Nobody was out because everybody knew there were safety checks. Right. So everybody stayed home, and every restaurant and every bar and all that. You know, fucking lost money, and then Saturday night, no safety checks, and everything was packed. You walked yes. down the street, and every bar, every restaurant, everybody making money. So literally, cops hurt the economy. I guess that's the point that yeah. I'm trying to get around yeah. to. Is yeah. they help themselves with your four grand, but overall, mm -hmm. every business that yeah. takes a shit. And two of that, two thousand of that went to my Jew lawyer, who I could have paid. I could have went to student legal services at the university and paid. 400 bucks, but then they would have made me go through four weeks of university rehab. Man. Yeah, I don't understand getting lawyers for shit like that. Like, what what do you need a lawyer for if you're just going to, like, okay, I'm going to plead guilty to this, I'm going to plead guilty to that. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Well, the way I looked at it. It's part of the game. It's part it's, of the system. Yeah, but also the way I looked at it is he's been doing it for 25 years. Maybe something happened where he, to me, where he could get me out of it, too. You know? I mean, why, why not get a lawyer for it? But, yeah, it sucked, and, you know, I only have, like, six seven more weeks six and a half weeks till i get my license back so it's it's gone fast but it still blows i mean I would imagine. but luckily i do live downtown and i can walk everywhere but all right dude here's a story i want you to tell since we're almost halfway man uh you should have known i was going to ask you about this uh first let's, let's, let's mention before you you uh the, the similarity here between jake and bobby both former military, Bobby, uh, former Air Force, Jake, former Army, Army, Army yes, right? That's right. We yeah. talked about that once, and so uh, let me. If, since knows. we're talking about this, let me let me put my disclaimer on here. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about coming to my shows because you think it's going to be some kind of yellow ribbon suck fest, don't because it's not. I've never even mentioned that on stage, and if you're liking the fact that I was doing the military, you're probably the reason I haven't mentioned it. You you were doing the military. You you fucked. The military, is that what you're saying? Is that you had yeah. sex with the military? You had carnal... I ripped off the taxpayers <laughs> so bad. Just stealing things out of supply 
You're going to ask Bobby your question in one second. I want to tell a quick story. It's okay. that I've worked with Bobby in the past, and this has happened, and I find this fucking hilarious. Bobby will mention his service on stage just so we can talk about it, and the audience will sit there. He doesn't, like, ask, like, hey, I was a member of the, the armed forces and expect them, you know, like, give it up for me. But he just mentions it and talks about it material. Then I'll go up after him, and the audience just sits there, and they don't do anything. They're like, yeah. oh, he's telling a story. He's telling a joke. He was in the military. Then I'll go up and use the same segue and say, I was never in the military, but I performed for them. And the audience will literally, like, Erupt. oh, look for him. Yay. <laughs> So I go over and tell jokes, and I get applause. Yeah. Bobby literally served our country, and the audience sits on their hands like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. good for you. All right. yeah, but nine, nine out of ten things the military does on a personal level for each troop is kind of a scam to the tax. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Ask your, uh, I anyway, want to hear this story. story. You got all excited. I'll, I'll give a little intro here. Uh, Bobby was, was in Iraq there uh, next to the, the Iran. And he Thanks was, for the geography lesson yeah, there. Next to the Iran. Yeah. Well it's confusing. One's got a Q, one's got an N. It's the one to the left there. It is. The Q. And would that be West? Yeah. Yes. Left is West. If you're looking at the map. Yeah. yeah. You go yeah. And then uh, you take a left from north. But anyway, he was a uh, MP Left at Albuquerque. Working at it. I don't even think they have an Albuquerque in Iran, do they? I That's don't, a Bugs Bunny reference. Yeah, never been to, yeah I, I don't know that much about Bugs Bunny or Iran, really. But, uh, yeah, he, he was an MP. He worked in the prison over there with the detainees, and he told me the greatest thing that I've ever heard in the history of any war. Yeah, I was, uh, it was 2007 during the surge, and I was working this prison. We had 33,000 detainees there, and my compound had 1,100. And so all the compounds were directly next to each other. I mean, there was only like a... Kind of like cell blocks in a way? Yeah, I mean, it's set up like a big grid, and then you have like a, a walkway around each uh, compound. So they're, you know... You where could, was this? In, uh, outside Basra. Yeah, I, in I, southern, I visited that place. Yeah, southern I Iraq. I, yeah. Got a, I got taken through that. It's called, it was called a TIF. It is called Theater a TIF, in, the inter internment facility. facility yeah. Well, there was uh, there was a lot of shit that was happening. Um, well, I mean, there was riots and yeah. escapes and and uh, getting mortared all the time. But the craziest the thing... escapes, I heard a story where they tried to escape from the prison into the camp proper. Not because They didn't want to get away. They wanted to dig out inside the army base and start killing yeah. the soldiers. Yeah, yeah. they did. Um, they, they were... Uh, well, Should have taken a left at Albuquerque. I'm not. No, I mean, I'm keep going. So yeah, this so is going to be a joke about what he's going to say, but it's not going to make sense. So, <laughs> so, let, let, <laughs> so we uh, we worked with ICOs, which stands for Iraqi Correctional Officer, and they would like sit in the tower with you, and and then this thing happened where this chick started blowing the ICOs, and that was crazy. Like I couldn't imagine that. You know, these guys are from Basra, barely have a background check done. But then somebody... What chick? A military chick? Yeah, a military chick did that. What but the then fuck? another one <laughs> must have heard that and goes, oh, I'm going to fucking one-up that chick. At night, she was working the night shift. She would walk up to the fence, pull her pants down, and stick her pussy up to the fence and Wait. let detainees run a fucking train on her. This was two different chicks. Two this different was, chicks. Okay, yeah. see, I thought and this was the same one. And these are American military no. chicks. Yes, and the chick who... Would, and they were both the, in your unit. Yeah, both of no, them. well, I mean, they, yeah, they were in a yeah. couple another compound but the compound next to me but the chick that would fuck the detainees through the fence her dad was a major in the marine <laughs> infantry unit so the guys that they were capturing oh. and thrown in this prison she was like fuck that's you awesome. dad like that's awesome the only like i'm wow. sure growing up her dad was like god i hope she doesn't marry a black guy but she got him better she yeah. did one better that's right she's she's a hero in my eyes you know what i mean <laughs> that is the most insane thing you i've get, ever heard yeah yeah and like you said you were there in 07 right? yeah Okay, I was in the infantry unit there in 06, 07. That means some of the guys I detained 
might have came to your unit and had sex with that girl. Like, yeah. I wish I'd have known about that. I wish I had a time machine. If I could do that, Hitler would be fine. Okay, I would leave Hitler alive, sadly. You know, I, you would just go back and watch her get a train run on her. I would watch her, and then I would go and tell myself about it. And I would be like, I know this is fucking up the paradox, but this is good, man. You got to... If you're sitting there, if like, because I was, I was like a like a gutter, you know what I mean, in in like Humvees and ASVs and stuff. And there was times where they would zip tie a guy and then have the goggles on him, and he'd be in the back seat, and then Turbo would be in the other back seat. I wish I'd have known about Bobby's stories, because I could have told one of them guys, like, dude, I know it's kind of a buzzkill <laughs> that you got caught. Yeah, being zip tied by a bunch of armed gibberish speaking foreigners. But there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There is a really hot infidel chick where you were going. One was with she daddy issues. No, she was not. She hot. was not. And two. No. Uh, is chlamydia really a light at the end of the tunnel? Because how how many fucking diseases did she have oh, to have at the matter. end of that? These guys well, don't even use toilet paper. I don't know, but there was a guy. That's true. That there was a guy. You don't shake hands with the, the left hand. The yeah, left hand. there was a detainee in my compound who ended up having to have a colostomy bag, yeah. and he was pimping out the hole. And so, so I ended up getting herpes around the hole. Okay, and that's another. Th- that's that's one thing I wanted to talk Wouldn't about. Wouldn't you just go for one of the other two holes at that point? I, I uh, see, because that's that's a fucked up thing. Is so is, gross. is I wanted to talk about Thursday, because Thursday. I mean, you're talking about a guy fucking a colostomy bag hole Thursday. Because every Thursday, oh, man, love Thursday. Man, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, man, love Thursday. Thursday. Ah. Like when I was over there, I got taken up into a. Uh, uh, a watchtower, a spe- you know, like the surveillance tower yeah. where they had just... All- and these guys were like, Hold- we have tapes of... He said, watch, on Thursday, the guys are going to start walking around holding hands, all the, the peasants oh, yeah. and the traders and the farmers and all. They're yeah. going to be walking around holding hands. And he said, we have tapes of them fucking donkeys, of sheep, of mules. Every Thursday in the fringes of the Islamic world, and I'm not trying to shit on Islam, but it's like... Yeah. It's like... like the the rural Islamic culture is kind of like Alabama in America, where yeah. fucking anything goes and well, cornholing and deliverance and squeal squeal. It is it is in a way. I I would more closely compare it to uh, Catholic priests, man, because what ends up happening is uh, it's when you marry a woman over there. Like it, at least it, this is the way it was like in Afghanistan because I was in Afghanistan afterwards and we got to know. Thank the you for well. your service. And uh, <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> No, I He's thank, fucking thank with you. you. Thank you, because you met the lady. You met the hero, and yeah. you got to tell me about the hero. But uh, but they say women are for women reproducing are for and men are for well, fucking. Well, that's because they're well, so not just expensive. fucking. They pleasure. say men are for ple- pleasure. Exactly. Yeah. That is the term. Yeah. Men are for, for pleasure. pleasure. See, and this is what I loved about what you just said is two independent sort of like, it's what I was going to say. You yeah. said before, because yeah. that is the term. That yes. is what they serve. It's like, oh, women well, are for babies it, and men are for The reason they have that mentality is because of the uh, the marriage laws. Like, you have to you basically, like, pay a dowry to the girl's father of, like, a whole lot of money, you yeah. know? And, and it's like or a lot of money. a bunch of camels. Yeah, I mean, you know. Know, depending on where you're at, if that's the currency, yeah, it's a bunch of camels, right? But like the idea is the tradition okay. comes from he's supposed to, you know, hang on to the money just in case you get killed or, or whatever. And so it's kind of like that old saying, why pay, buy the carton if you can get the milk for free? Whatever they really do, buy the carton for like a lot of money. That is not the saying. And so if they if they give the, that's not I was the saying. Gonna, I was why buy the carton when you get the milk? Why for buy free? the cow? Oh, yeah. When you get I was the milk thinking, for free. shit. I've heard carton. The milk. first thing I thought of was that scene in uh, Animal House. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Yeah. Germans, <laughs> let him go. He's yeah. on a roll. Yeah. That was carton, my thought. Cow, is, let him metaphor. go. He's on it a roll. It still makes sense. But yeah. uh, I guess you would need something to hold the milk in. But you know, that's the whole thing. Is if 
since they, they pay a lot of money for the girls, if they catch you sleeping with a girl that you're not married to, they can kill you, they can kill yeah. her, they can go to prison. So dudes will basically just be prison gay till they can afford a wife. And they don't have the same kind of pedophilia laws over there, so they fuck a lot of little boys. And that was, it wasn't uh, Basra, uh, was it Basra? No, it was, there was another prison I toured, or an area where they said they literally, uh, there was a riot by the older Taliban because yeah. they separated. They stopped putting young Taliban yes. detainees in with the older that ones. That was a camp cropper. Crop? Okay, yeah. because the the older ones rioted because, and they stopped putting the young ones in. They said the reasoning was they had too many medical instances of having to, quote, sew anuses back together. Retract it. Yes. That's why they had to separate the, the young ones? B- because the young ones are getting the shit raped out of them. Wow. Literally. Like, but not, don't not they just spit like, on it first, man? Because me, I've never done that with a dude, but when I do that with a girl, I spits on it. <laughs> they don't, I don't need to sew nothing. You know? Craig, you can open them doors, man. That's yeah. Sure. We're, yeah. We're done. We're, we got to do this here. again. We are, we are... Oh, well, we got another minute. We can let people filter in. Yeah, let them, let them in. I, uh... I don't know. This is fun. I, I, this is gonna. This I, is I would good. like to do this again. Yeah, man. Maybe in more yeah. war stories with the yeah. two of you, but uh, real war stories, not that. Oh, I was shooting. The, no, you weren't. Like that's. I <laughs> that fucking hate that. Day. You know what I'm doing tonight for the show? By the way, I'm bringing. I'll be. Well, hosting. I'm gonna bring every single performer on stage as the the member of SEAL Team Six that shot Osama bin Laden. <laughs> every. I don't care what their intro no, is. That. That's how I'm bringing them. Bring them well, on as the guys me. that stacked the naked pyramid. Those guys got way more of a sense of humor. Yeah. This is a comedy show, man. <laughs> yeah, but thanks for uh, hosting the show tonight, and uh, Jake. Thanks for letting me on the podcast. Thanks for being being on the podcast, man. This is good shit. Four people are really going to enjoy this. Well, make it five because I might listen to it. (laughs) I'll tag you in two weeks. Yeah, you can check me out on BobbyRayBunch.com. There you go. Um, I'm at NathanTimmel.com and Jake hasn't got his fucking website yet. No, not yet. It's taking some time. Although I did start a new weekly open mic. The first one's going to be... Yeah, no one cares. Yeah, no. by, the, by the time you no, hear this... No one's hearing this. Thursday uh, at Gabe's. Gabe's in Iowa City. Every, Let's go get pizza. Everybody yeah. gets late comedy show. 